Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Wednesday, here we go. Wednesday. Let's get a hump day. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, friends. Good morning, meet. Good morning. How do we do on day one of Amazon Prime Days? Save some money. Zero dollars spent. Zero dollars? Yes. Meet? Uh, Same thing. I was looking hard yesterday and I'm like, do I really need it? Okay. Am I going to regret it? Zero dollars in your household? I spend enough money on Amazon regularly that yesterday I had to consciously be like, you don't need it. You don't even need to look. (laughs) And Amazon's okay. the one place I'm never going to return anything. So right. what you get, you get, you're stuck with. But it's still such a great deal, guys. Is it? Is I it? thought I didn't What's buy anything. What's a great deal? Oh, what did you buy? And then a giant pressure cooker showed up on my doorstep nice. yesterday. You can always use extra appliances. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> this one's like an XL. Like, why do we need an XL? We already have one. But apparently it's got an air fryer. And it was a great deal. You have to build a shed to store it. Unbelievable. We have so many waffle makers. Ooh. So many. Love waffles. Are you saying you just have too many appliances in your kitchen? Too many irrelevant appliances. Pancake maker. It's called a skillet. (laughs) (laughs) If I was you, I'd start getting on Facebook Marketplace. All that stuff's going for $2. Yeah, right. Who wants it? You want a panini press? I've made three paninis in my life. That's it. Uh, Happy National French Fry Day, guys. Polls up on the Facebook page right now. Who's got the best French fry and who has the worst? It's going to be a heated debate. Talking about overall French fry. I'm not talking about your favorite place in St. Louis or whatever. Just overall fast food French fry. We'll talk about that coming up. Also, a celebrity at Bush Stadium last night. Meat has more in sports with that. And the Monroe County Fair season passes up for grabs as well as Celeste Barber, an Australian comedian coming to Steeple Theater. We've got that in Remy versus Casey. Jam-packed show today. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Luke Bryan trolling a country artist at one of his last shows. So something I kind of like when artists do is when they play each other's songs, like not necessarily a throwback or something. um... They wrote. Right. Yeah. So Luke decided to play some Blake Shelton songs. And Luke and Blake Shelton, they've, they've, they're kind of parallel in the country world. Blake obviously came up before Luke, but otherwise they're pretty much even on the playing field. They're both judges on singing competition shows. <laughs> they're playful. There's they're always so been like a playful. loving rivalry. They're both like the country artists you would want to go have a drink with, I think. For sure. Because they're going to be a good time. Well, Luke's on stage. He starts singing Blake Shelton's song, Home, whenever this happens. And he goes on for a few minutes just to absolutely troll Blake Shelton. He laughed way too quickly at his own joke. Yes. (laughs) There ain't no goes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But I thought it was super funny because I like when artists can have that camaraderie, but also kind of mess with each other because you know how Blake is. This definitely means next time Blake gets in front of a stage, it's going down Luke Bryan style. I want to see Blake Shelton gyrating on stage like Luke Bryan. Oh, God. I would love to see Luke or Blake 
do a little Luke jig to make fun of him. Attempt to dance. Does he yes. fall down on stage and hurt his ankle like yes. Luke yes. did a couple days ago oh, making fun man. of him? Right. <laughs> Can't get oh, up. No. They're all they're kind of such different performers too because Blake is the guy that'll just stand in one spot and he get that his knee going and then he'll walk to the other side of the stage and he'll get that other knee going. But Blake or er, Luke is dancing so much he's falling down. Gyrating. Watch these hips. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. Is that Kermit the Frog? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> you can see the video on our Facebook page. Follow us at 92.3 WIL for all the latest happening in the country world. Remy and Casey. Today is a good day to celebrate because it is National French Friday. Everyone loves fries. Fries ranked first. For the most American food ahead of burgers, mashed potatoes, grilled cheese sandwiches, and fried chicken. Yeah, obviously. Best worst French fries, uh, Casey, go. I love the skinny, um, I don't want to say like tougher ones, but like the skinny, crunchier ones at like a steak and shake. Oh, yeah. I don't no. love Ugh. a wedge fry. Oh, okay, like Red fair. Robin or... No, like no, a like KFC. A wedge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think Buffalo Wild Wings has the wedge fries too. Meat, best also, fry. Don't, uh, my best. What? I'm just saying. It's What's bad. yours? Skinny, skinny fries suck. Uh, <laughs> obviously, McDonald's is great. I'm putting that aside, Culver's is the best fries in my mind. Okay. They're crinkle cut. They're perfectly uh. salty, and they're always hot. Yeah. Arby's is trash. Wow. Arby's fries. The curly fries. Not good. The curly the fries, fries and they're seasoned. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're just not good. Uh, and you always get like little tiny pieces of. I love the little tiny crunchy no, ones. And it's then a waste. Yeah. Stop making that face. I have to eat them with a fork. I'm tasting it in my mouth right now. I love Arby's fries. Best all-around fry, hands down, McDonald's. I'll give that to you. Close runner-up for most versatile fry because it accepts the most sauce, Chick-fil-A, waffle fries. Worst, steak and shake. Awful. Oh, my god! I agree. Thank you. I have large hands. Thank you. It is so hard to, like, finagle Man. these little tiny shoestring little fries. Right. No. And what you do can't you even mean? get any ketchup with it. McDonald's fries are not that much bigger. Oh, no. they are. They hold a lot more ketchup, too. They do. They're, they're, they're That's just why you do bigger. the drizzle, and then you use, like, a fork to eat it. You have to grab a handful of the steak and shake fries. Like, fist okay, them see, almost to the get difference. them in ketchup. This is the difference. When I'm eating a fry, I'm, like, enjoying the fry. I'm probably going, like, a couple at a time. But you two are clearly fisting them. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to so, eat fries like that. I don't know if I'd use that terminology. But uh, McDonald's McDonald's has the best ranked fry ahead of Chick-fil-A, Five Guys, Wendy's, and Arby's. Five Guys is really good. That's the top. Uh, actually, on one survey, I, I saw Taco Bell was second. I would put nacho fries. I would put nacho fries ahead of Arby's in a heartbeat. Um, I like both. Going to the Facebook page, Maureen says, my favorite is Red Robin. Red Robin is good. Yeah. Stephanie says, best is Pappy Smokehouse sweet potato fries. Mm. I love a sweet potato fry. A little overcooked. Yeah. I like places that have the salt like Red Robin. Like you get that seasoning salt or something like that to put on top of it. Nice little extra kicker for you. Yeah. Tammy says, best rallies. Worst, Sonic. Rallies is all over these lists, too. Yeah, Sonic does not have a great fry. It's kind of plain Jane. But their tots make up for it. That's their true. tots are amazing. That's true. Yeah. If, like, you, if, got you, go, good tots, if you go to Sonic and get the fries, you... Mm, yeah. 
something, you ain't right because that's not the right choice. You get tots and a cherry limeade, you're going to be happy. (laughs) (laughs) This is a topic that most Americans are passionate about. So let us know on the Facebook page what you think the best fries are, the worst fries are. It's National French Fry Day. We can only do this one day a year. And if you got French fries, if you a business, bring them on up. We'll test them out. I found a unicorn today. Oh, somebody who likes steak and shake fries. I know, right? I didn't think that existed. Lace them up. It's time for Sports with Meat on 92.3 WIL. Could be saying goodbye to some of your favorite blues today. No. I'm sorry. Mm. Free agency officially began as of midnight today. Uh, And that means the blues have some big decisions to make. With free agency opening... They're losing David Perron. Right now, he is like the big guy that's going to free agency, so any team out there can go and give him an offer. If he likes it, he can accept. He'll join a new team. The Blues want to keep him back, want to get him back. He wants to be here, but right now, it doesn't look like there's enough cap room to get him back. Yeah, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. All about that money. It's always about the money, dang it. (laughs) And what's crazy is he would probably take a hometown discount for a couple million less than what he could get elsewhere. His kids are here. His kid plays on a hockey team here. He wants to take his kid to school and all that stuff. So hopefully that deal gets worked out. But that deal, I think, kind of banks on Vladimir Tarasenko. We know that he had the trade request this summer. Didn't know how the season was going to go. He, has, he had a great season, like one of his best statistical seasons of his career, and he's still got a year left on his contract. So do the Blues trade him? I think you kind of have to because the trade request is still there. Yeah. I don't know. I just really, I just really want to keep him for another season. Like, can we just ride out his contract? Well, yeah, and then... selfishly, everybody wants to keep him, <laughs> but also then it's like that coach's mentality of why do I want someone here that doesn't really want to be here? Why would you feel if he left and you got to keep David Perron or the money worked out and you got Matthew Kachuk from Calgary? Okay. He is like the prime young guy in hockey. Same position as Vladdy, same position as David Perron, and his dad, Keith Kachuk, played here too. Like the family is royalty and... St. Louis hockey. Wind I think it that up. would be awesome. Yeah, let's do that. So that's kind of what the rumors are. He wants out of Calgary. Do the Blues have enough pieces where they can make a trade for him? Is Vladdy included? Who knows? Free agency is officially underway. Those So some big moves could be made for the Blues here in the next couple of days. Now, in baseball, last night, Remy, you mentioned it. The Dodgers come into town. The Cardinals, they lost some games to some crappy opponents. But the good teams come in. That's when they show up. Uh-huh. Seven to six last night. Let's go. The Let's Cardinals go. get a win. They, did, they got the win. They didn't even have an actual starter. They had openers. They had, like, two guys combined for two and something innings to start the game. And then in the second inning, this happened. The 0-1. Albert hits it out to deep left. It is gone! Albert Pujols. Home run number 685. He is locked in. And the fans loving it here at Bush. And then he dapped it up with Nelly on the way to the dugout. No big deal. I think no whenever he hits that milestone home run, the there sh- the fireworks should be different. Like it should be <laughs> the finale on 4th of July. It should be like that kind of fireworks. The half hour long fireworks show. <laughs> yeah. It stops the game. Yeah. First inning. <laughs> I feel like Yachty would do that. If Yachty's back, he's playing. That 700 happens, Yachty will stop the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. He'll take over. That's uh, awesome. Speaking of Yachty, he is going to start a rehab assignment at the end of this month, and the reports are that he'll be with the Cardinals in early August. So it's all sunshine lollipops. Things are working out. Please come back, Yachty. Hurry. Hurry. It's like that Bennington thing in the playoffs. It's like he's gone, and then they start losing. Everybody Yachty comes loses. Back. We get the W's. We'll post, on, post that Albert highlight on our Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. 
now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. I always say one reason I'm a little bit nervous to have kids someday is that now we're raising kids in a digital age. Uh-huh. <laughs> Terrifying. You know how it is. Oh, yeah. And I'm worried about what most parents would be worried about when it comes to how easily they have access to the internet. Mm-hmm. And what they're being influenced by, what their little eyes are seeing. What they could put out there. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Because they don't know. They could throw anything up online and not know better. Well, Jesse James Decker is feeling that and her husband, Eric Decker, because while dad Eric was in the shower, their four-year-old son, Forrest, went into the bathroom, took his phone. Remy, you know how it is. Kid grabs your phone. You, you're rolling. Your, you're not thinking anything of it. No, not really. Well, depending on if I need it or not. But yeah, they're definitely opening the camera and just like snapping. That bits. gives me so much anxiety. You know when you're, you know when like your mother tries to take a photo of everybody and she actually she holds down the button and just goes. That's what it's like when you have kids. Just all the but it's selfies of themselves. Yes. Well, little Forrest went into the bathroom as Eric Decker is showering. He picks up the phone. He starts taking selfies. He's look, he looks cute. But in the background, you see Eric Decker all naked. Oh, you see him. <laughs> you don't see too much. You don't see any parts you're not supposed to see. It's like the translucent like shower door. The door is fogged over, but you can see what's happening. Eric Decker has a donk. That is a... Yeah, like I that. I you said something else. It is. <laughs> <laughs> like, freeze for a second. What? Like, his behind is, like, contoured. Oh, yes. yeah. You notice anyway. it's never a dude that looks like me. It's always, like, Tom Brady or Eric Decker or something like that. Never just, like, a normal-looking dude. I know. Luke Combs. Yeah, right. We're Seth Rogen. Forrest takes this photo, and, well, he knows how to use Instagram. He goes to the Instagram app on his dad's phone and posts the photo. And the parents are going about their day, not really thinking anything about anything until friends and family members start hitting up mom, Jesse James Decker, saying, girl, we can't stop laughing. If you don't know yet, you got to go check out your husband's Instagram. Yeah. And if you don't think like if if you don't have kids, it might be hard to fathom a four year old navigating around a phone and being able to post to Instagram. Kids are genius. It is totally possible. These kids are so smart on the phones these days. They're sponges to begin with. And now they're picking up on everything that we're doing digitally. My kids will set up their iPad in the middle of the room and then be like, hi, it's Emerson. I want you to like and ascribe, please. They just get it. And it goes to your boss. Like, (laughs) somehow it gets sent to everybody. Happy birthday. It's cute because you can see the the meaning, or I guess the, uh, not the intent, but like you can tell what happened just by looking at the picture. So it's a funny story. I'm going to post it to Instagram. If you have any stories along these lines, comment, let us know. Kids doing the darndest things, especially in the digital age. Oh my gosh. Follow us at 92.3 WIL. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Guys, do you think that your mental age lines up with your actual age? God, no. Mm, no, not yet. <laughs> I would say that a lot of people probably feel the same way. This is all over TikTok right now. There's a website called A Real Me that has a free test that you can see what your mental age is, and it doesn't have to do anything with your IQ. So it's not an IQ test. There's just a bunch of random questions. It's all about how mature or immature you are compared to other people 
your age. The test defines mental age as your psychological abilities compared to the quote number of years it takes for the average person to reach the same level. So things like like weird questions. Like I had you guys both take the test. We'll get to the results here in a second. But Casey leans over and she goes, uh, one of the questions is, could you kill a cockroach with a book? What, what, is is that? That? what does that mean? I was like, are they really fast? Do I have to be agile? Why a book? <laughs> Why a book? Uh, there's another one. Uh, I like to be friends with people older than me, true or false. Lots of weird, random questions like that. Before we get to the results, how do you think each one of us did? Like, who do you think is the oldest to youngest in here? The, meets the oldest, absolutely. And I think... I still might be the youngest. You still will. Yeah. You'll okay. be the youngest okay. for sure. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I took the test. My mental age is 31. Seriously. Ah. And it says over worried. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. I am in radio. I could get fired today. I come in every single day and I'm like, will I have a job at the end of the day? Yes, I'm over worried all yeah. the time. Welcome to the radio industry. All right, Casey, go. My mental age is... 36. Wow. Really? Sophisticated, born in 1986, which makes me actually one year less than your real age, Remy. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I'd say that's probably right. I, I've never really felt my age because I don't know that I've gotten there yet. She's an old soul. Shocking results so far. Me? Uh, I came in at 42. Yes. <laughs> Sophisticated, born in 1980, which yes. I feel like is spot on. That's awesome. Why am I the youngest here? That's so weird. I think it kind of fits in some areas, uh, yeah. though. I was going to say it's going to tell me I'm 12 years old, and that's going to be weird. Mm. Uh, that's where my mind's at. Uh, if you want to take the test, let us know on the Facebook page. I posted it up there. Uh, next story, my wife and I are almost done with Stranger Things, and we are totally addicted. Not this bad, though. A teenage girl almost died in a crash near Minneapolis over the weekend because she was driving while watching Stranger Things on her phone. Back to the digital Idiot. age stuff. The fact that now you can just shove your phone into the windshield and watch like a Cardinals game while you're on yeah. a road trip. That's scary. It's insane. Uh, she drifted into oncoming traffic while a semi was bearing down on her. and She didn't notice. Luckily, the truck driver was paying attention. They had to swerve onto the shoulder because the girl's car was fully in their lane. She ended up hitting the back of the truck and her car flipped and she was okay. She walked away with minor injuries. She eventually admitted to the police after lying that she wasn't watching Netflix, that I was and was cited for distracted driving. I can't imagine. I can't even watch the show oh at night. Gosh. Like past mm. eight o'clock, I'm worried to watch the show. I can't imagine watching this scary Stranger Things season four in your car while you're driving. No. And that's a semi. Like she survived this. That could yeah. have ended so much differently. Mm -hmm. Like, how do we not have? I, I was reading a story about it, and they said that her phone was still linked to the Bluetooth, where it was like playing the audio through yes. the Bluetooth. Oh my god! Like, how do we not have yeah. something where it's like your phone, the driver's phone, it shuts capability off, or yeah. I, I don't viewing capability. Some I don't know. Do There's got to be something, that, but it should be more universal. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think it's funny that the Stranger Things. Is, you know, the theme is playing in the background. The cops are like, uh, the cops pull up happening? and it's like running up that road. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing that saved her life was a real life 11. Came yeah. out of nowhere, pushed that semi out of the way with her mind. It's like, man, we did it again, guys. <laughs> I posted that story up on the socials. You can check out more at 923wil.com. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for <laughs> Remy versus Casey on New Country 923wil. It's a 4-2 Remy lead this month. He won yesterday. He'll go first today for a new game called Deep Tracks.
<laughs> I'm going to have three different right, songs for you. Yeah, sorry, Jamie. <laughs> three different songs for you. Maybe not songs that like were number ones, but you should know them from different artists. Uh, for each option, you'll have a possible possibility of three points. One point deducted for each hint you need for the song. Okay? Are we naming the song? You're naming the artist. The so artist. I'll give you a possibility of three different songs. Again, three points total for each song, extra song you need, you'll lose a point. Remy, you'll go first here. Your first song, just looking for the artist here, I Need You. You get this right, three points. Give me another one. Go to another one. <laughs> Second song, Looking for That Girl. Man, I don't know. Looking for that girl. Looking for the girl with the hair and the mask. I don't know. Joe Nichols. <laughs> Casey, you can steal it. I do I have to steal that one? You can steal any one that he gets wrong. Well, I need you is Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. Or Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, whatever you want to say. That's funny because Tim the, McGraw. Faith Hill was the first person that popped into my mind with that first one, and I just I wasn't <sighs> confident enough. Looking for that girl was his song too. So Casey gets one point there for the steal. Casey, this is yours. First song. Famous in a small town. Oh, that's Miranda. That's too easy. Deep tracks. Deep okay. tracks. Okay, it's Miranda Lambert. Okay. All right. Every song is a hit. <laughs> Four, nothing. Casey leads back to Remy. Remember you young. Oh, this is uh, uh, John Party. Oh my God. Man, I you really felt so confident. I was sending you the answer through my eyes. She too. did. She nodded. She was like, You know this. You know this. You it's know Thomas Rhett. I did. Goodness, you knew that. That was the first one that came into my mind. You should have asked for another hint. You would have gotten the next one. <laughs> All right, Casey, dominant. Five nothing so far. Your first song, That Man. That Man. Oh. That one. That, I don't know. Second song. When I've been drinking. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't know. Third song. Ain't always the cowboy. That one is John Party. Yes, it is. You only get one point for that one. That took you long. That's enough. only one. Remy point. knew it too. What you knew? What you, what? I saw his sheet. I'm just joking. Oh, cheater. <laughs> like, cheater. I said John Party for the wrong one. No, I'm just joking. Six nothing. Casey leads Remy. This is your last prayer here. Your first song. Record year. Air Church. Boom! Doesn't matter. He's back on a map. Doesn't matter? It could matter. If she gets this one wrong on a first guest, you get it right. Okay. Never know. Casey. You can win it all with this one. First song. Bed of my... Chevy. Better my Chevy. That's how oh, George Strait. <laughs> Remy. Bed of my Chevy. Brought to you by Bocephus. What? He's a it? short guy. His name's Justin Moore. Oh. Casey. Jamie, I know that you've been like thinking about who you're gonna say but forever. But you picked wrong, girlie. And I apologize. On uh, any other game would be good, but that game I just that wasn't good. Angie from St. Louis, you are our winner today. You want to go to the Monroe County Fair? We got season passes for you, or you can go see Celeste Barber. Your choice. The County Fair. Oh All right, yeah. Go to the County Fair. We got you, Jamie. You're not going away empty-handed. We got you the Celeste Barber tickets. You can go see her at Stiefel and Remy versus Casey is powered by White Castle. Try the new bacon ring. 
chicken sliders for just two for just $3 right now at White Castle. She's coming back. St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Call it inappropriate, but I love a good mugshot. I'm all about inappropriate. <laughs> I've got some hanging up in our office, or at least I used to. Ozzy Osbournes, Tim Allens, Sam Hunts. Ozzy in the blues jersey or the blues shirt. Iconic. Great. So I'm glad to see I'm not the only one here with that sense of humor. A 20-year-old fan at a Morgan Wallen concert, fan's name is Zach, Zach got arrested at the show. He was only 20, but had possession of alcohol. <gasps> Can't do that. No. He had a mugshot. Booked. In his mugshot, he was wearing a t-shirt of Morgan Wallen's mugshot. I can appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little funny. inception happening. That's funny. So Morgan Wallen saw the photo, and he also learned about Zach's night. Learned what happened. And he posted and said, hey, man, we've all been there. He ended up inviting Zach to his next show and invited him backstage to come say hi. But to Zach's surprise, when he got to the show and got backstage, there was Morgan Wallen wearing a T-shirt of Zach's new mugshot. <laughs> so now they both have T-shirts of each other's mugshots. And I think that Morgan's got this new recent history of using his reputation to connect with younger fans and teens who are maybe going through it a little. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure this kid is, I don't know what consequences you get for being 20 and having possession of alcohol in public. But Gosh, you're so close at that point. Right. When, so I was, when I was 20, I wasn't caught at any, any bars, any alcohol whatsoever. I was like, I'm so close to doing this legally. Not even going to chance lame. it. How lame. <laughs> well, look at me. <laughs> Well, Come on. Zach I'm, I'm, was also so close, but he did get in trouble. And now I'm sure he's dealing with some consequences. So it's it's cool to see Morgan be like, hey, we've all been there. If that's the least of your worries right now, I'm so glad you came to the show. I feel show. like so many of these lessons learned with these artists and these moments are like soft. Like, oh, like, I'm glad you're moving on past this. You're growing. But Morgan's like, hey, we're going to do dumb stuff, man. It happens. We're going like, to laugh about let's it. Let's learn from it. Let's have fun. Yeah, I think I can appreciate that. The picture is on our Facebook page. Follow us at 923W. UIL for more or on Instagram. I'll throw it up there on our Instagram story as well. We could take fake mug shots, you know, as like show photos. You don't have a real same. one? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Step Never will either. Nope. That's the problem. Remy and Casey. Oh, airlines are in trouble with the government. What they do now? But will it change anything whatsoever? Probably Left not. thousands more stranded. What you know? didn't they do? The U.S. Department of Transportation is calling on U.S. airlines to stop charging families to sit together on a flight. The department issued a notice to airlines on Friday to seat young children who are 13 or younger next to a parent at no extra charge, according to the DOT, which is uh, awesome, I think, because I feel like when you book a trip now, Airlines nickel and dime the crap out of you. Yeah. You want to change your seat? It's $10. You want to pick your seat? It's $15. You want to upgrade here? It's $20. So when your family flew to Disney, you technically would have to pay an extra fee to have your five and seven-year-old sit with you and your wife. There are ways around it. We flew Frontier, and Frontier is really good with kids. Like, kids fly free in some situations and things like that because I, they do a lot of business with Orlando. Um... So it wasn't a huge deal. But yeah, I mean, if, if you were to book a flight with your family, 
and you'd want your kid to sit next to you, you'd have to pay a little bit of an upgrade Which depending on what flight it is is or airline. so tough because you're already paying for a butt that doesn't even fill the seat to sit there next to you. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, there's a lot. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, what else should the Department of Transportation request airlines to? I didn't know they had that kind of power to begin <laughs> with. Like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you shall not pass. Like, like, what if we brought meals back? You get that really crappy Salisbury know. steak. I don't know. The airplane yeah. meals never hit me right. <laughs> it just feels wrong. I got some ideas for you. Okay. Let's start with this one. Every airline ticket purchase comes with a free meal from the airport uh, okay, dining within area. The airport. Within the airport. Like, yeah. You get like That's a, a $10, idea. $15 Voucher. minimum budget. Okay. Uh Drinks, everybody gets a drink with a ticket purchase and they do it like tickets, like raffle tickets when you walk in. So if Remy doesn't want his drink, Casey gets it if he wants to give it to her. Oh, okay. I like that. Nice. Right? You could end up with a lot of Biscoff cookies that way. Or a weight limit for seats. That's what we should have. A weight limit? A weight limit. A weight or size limit. And I think we have different sized seating options throughout so the plane. Size okay. A, B, or C seats. Right. Because the worst thing is when you get, and I'm a big dude, is when you get stuck next to somebody who you should not be sitting in one seat. Yeah. Like I'm, th- I'm thinking. Obviously, Shaq was never gonna fly in coach with you. But if Shaq is sitting next to you, dude's huge. Right. There's no way that you're you're not going to be like squished into your seat yeah. the entire time. But me and my future father-in-law, he's like six foot three and like 280. Like that's a big dude. If yeah. we're sitting in the same aisle, we are screwed. Things so are is tight. the other person. I kind of feel like all airlines should make a airline etiquette test. You have to pass that test in order to get on that plane. I don't care if you're taking it in the gate. I don't care if you're taking it at home beforehand. But it should say things like when the plane lands, what do you do? Sit Stand or clap. I like that. When, you know, <laughs> when the when the stewardess tells you something, what do you do? Respond politely. Respond angry. Like you need to know what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah. You got to be certified to fly. I like yes. that. Uh, I think a smell test would be good. Yeah. Like you have to pass a smell test first. Oh, like you're yeah. not being the one who's no sniffing, BLs. but like can so, people smell you? Yeah, so you're not the stinky guy that everybody has to sit next to. Yeah. Sir, us- no deodorant. Get off. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you think we should change on the Facebook page. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Bad news. If when you eat bad food, you use the excuse, well, I worked out today, so I'm good. I don't know how many times you guys do that where it's like, "Ah, I went on a three mile run. I can have some M&Ms. It's fine. Researchers say exercise alone will not compensate for a poor diet. I don't believe that. So even if you spend all day and night in the gym or running laps, you're still better off steering clear of fatty processed foods. But we know this. It's 80% diet, 20% activity. I don't think a lot of people know that, though. Well, I'm letting you know now. (laughs) So you're saying working out does not counterbalance like Twinkies and Ho-Ho's and all that. It does not. So if you, but if you really wanted to lose a bunch of weight, all you'd really have to do is change your diet and maybe go for a walk every day. A little oh, Okay, now you're yeah. asking for too much. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Uh, study authors add individuals who both exercise frequently and stuck to a healthy diet displayed the lowest mortality risk. In other words, that's the way to go. So do both. Yeah. Eat healthy and be active. 
don't don't spike in cheat days and ice cream after dinner and all that kind of stuff. Hey, everything in moderation. You work out here, you have some ice cream there. You just know what you're going to get either way. Yeah. Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Researchers from Captain Obvious University. Uh, next story. You ever had a craving for a food and then you get to the restaurant and it's closed? Oh, yeah. Or they're not taking... Uh, card or whatever, their systems are down. Well, if you're like this woman, then you take it upon yourself to just make it yourself. A woman climbed through a McDonald's drive through window and in order to train with other employees to learn how to make some of her favorite McDonald's items. I respect this. <laughs> She's willing to do a little bit of work, you know? So this begins with a woman standing by the drive through window asking if it's okay for her to come inside and make her own food. At this location, I guess they were out of sanitary gloves, so they were unable to, they couldn't make food. They were unable to make food legally without these gloves. There's like 15 open? people standing around. Yes. Why were they open at this point? Well, they were open during the day. They and ran out. They, of, ran, they out. ran out of Got gloves. It. Had to close. After entering the drive-through, the woman begins clapping for herself as she gets in. Now, mind you, she is wearing like she just left the club. She's wearing a cocktail dress. Okay. And she is the girl that's like, I'm fine. So she's drunk. If, yeah. If, if you're not gonna make a food, I'll make a food for me. I'll do it for myself. I'll I'll train. So she's like stumbling and her way through. And they let her back there. They well, they they she did forced not. Herself. She, she forced she forced there. herself in. They were all like, Oh my gosh, you actually did it. And they didn't give her any food though. So, uh, but the video is posted. You kind of check it out because it's a little. It's a little nuts. It's it's exactly what you think it is when I tell you like sorority girl wants McDonald's now. Mm. And uh, and she's going to get it. She's going to get it. She's going to get it. So I posted that up on the socials or you can check it out at 923WIL.com. It's Remy and Casey's Salute to Freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. Today we salute Kevin Johnson of Belleville. He served in the Army and served in Operation Iraqi Freedom for three and a half years. Kevin has a great service dog to help improve his quality of life. We salute you and your pooch. We love service dogs, especially yeah. after we got to know Got Your Six in Maryville, Illinois. Today he requests a Chris Stapleton song. It's Tennessee Whiskey. Become a Salute to Freedom recruit at 923wil.com. It's Remy and Casey's Salute to Freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. Today we salute Kevin Johnson of Belleville. He served in the Army and served in Operation Iraqi Freedom for three and a half years. Kevin has a great service dog to help improve his quality of life. We salute you and your pooch. We love service dogs, especially yeah. after we got to know Got Your Six in Maryville, Illinois. Today, he requests a Chris Stapleton song. It's Tennessee Whiskey. Become a Salute to Freedom recruit at 923WIL.com.